0: It's fair to say that my guest this week is a woman of many, many talents. I love and respect this woman deeply when she's not in the studio producing smash album after smash album or performing said work on tour. Most recently, she's been on our screens acting, (laughs) acting the things in Top Boy. She's steadily building her place as one of the UK's most exciting artists and she's proudly done it all from London. Welcome to This City, the podcast that reveals the stories, hidden gems, and certified spots tried and tested by some of London's most recognizable names. Whether they're born and bred in the capital or have made it their second home, London holds a key piece of their heart. And this week, it's Little Sims. My sweet sister Sims. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having me. This City. I would have felt. So bizarre if I didn't have you. What? On series. Well, absolutely. Really? You've for me have got, I think, one of the best London stories mm. that I know, actually. Mm. When I really think about, and that's no shade to our other guests, you're all <laughs> loved, you're valued, you're all appreciated. Yeah. But when I first met you, maybe what, six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. to where you are now mm. and how you've navigated from essentially North London to the world, mm-hmm. it's a lot. There's a lot to discuss.
1: <laughs> your, a lot's
0: been happening. <laughs> nice. A lot has been happening. So, it's good though. It's all good stuff. It's all great stuff. Okay, so I mean, look, this conversation is going to go in many places because yeah. you've been many places. But let's talk about one of the last times that I saw you. You were mm-hmm. performing at the Royal... Mm albert hall Mm -hmm. take me there
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah royal albert hall for the fashion awards um 2019 that was quite something the last time i played at royal albert hall was probably in 2016 maybe for the one extra proms right um and I hadn't been back since I wanted to go and watch Kano there, but I wasn't able to do it. That was a sick show. Yeah, I heard, I saw the pictures, I saw videos, it looks crazy. So yeah, I guess to for for me to, to play the fashionable and it was my first time going there as well, was pretty wild, for sure. I mean such an iconic venue, so much history, so many legends have passed through and played there.
0: Was the Royal App Hall always on your bucket list?
1: mm mm-hmm. For sure. It's like the one place I can mention to my mum and she'll be gassed. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I could be like, oh yeah, I just play Coachella. It's like, okay. But Royal Albert Hall, it's like, what? No way. That's, yeah, for sure. Definitely a bucket listing, yeah.
0: Is Mama Sims uh, one of these mothers? Because you know I know
1: that's right. (laughs) But is she one of those mums that it takes a lot to impress? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I think. When it comes to me telling her about stuff I'm doing, yeah, I think so. She's just got an Instagram, so... Oh, you're brave. He, honestly, honestly. Who set up for her? Uh, I think my sister did. Okay. On a slide, one day I just looked and I thought, who's this person that's just like... And then that's it because it hasn't got a picture or anything. And then I clocked, oh, it's you, mum. My life goes so fast that I forget to say, oh, I've just done this or this has just happened or whatever, but I'll post about it, weirdly. So for her, it's like, well, it's the one place I can keep up with what you're doing if I don't see you in however long so yeah well it's like a
0: diary isn't it yeah yeah exactly so mum's up there uh being very aware of what you're getting up to but was impressed by the royal albert hall it's very impressed what is it do you think about that venue that gives it that prestige because there's so many beautiful music venues in london what is it about that one you think
1: it's history really do you know like the carnegie hall in new york yeah Royal Albert Hall is that for London. It's just, like, so iconic. Like I said, so many legends have played there. It's beautiful, like, just in terms of the aesthetic, how it looks, how it feels. It sounds really great. I was really worried about that, actually, because it's such a big room. And sometimes with big rooms, it's hard to get the acoustics right because you want it to knock, you know what I'm saying? But we got in there, we done sound check, and I was like, yeah, this is almost made for me, I feel like. Um... And as well I got to play with an orchestra, which was cool, which is something that I'm not just at a touring with an orchestra. So to be able to play with the London Orchestra in my hometown at the Royal Albert Hall as well was like tick.
0: Well you were bouncing around that stage. And like <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade. The fashion crowd yeah. can be a stush crowd. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think you managed to rouse up some people. Do you reckon? I think so. Who did you catch eyes with in the audience? Because
1: I, half of the people I didn't even realize it was like cause throughout the day Everyone's kind of talking to me, saying, "Oh, so and so, so and so," and I'm not really taking it in because I'm just focusing on the fact that I've got to perform, and that's just what I'm like. When you're talking to me before a performance, it kind of in one ear and out the other until work's done, you know. Um, in my sound check though, I did see Tracy Ellis Ross because obviously she was hosting it, and um, we had a little encounter which was mad. And then I see Naomi Campbell, which was mad. And then when I went down into the audience as I was performing. I see Nicole Scherzinger. I see, obviously, my friend Adwa. See Shout Naomi again. <laughs> Shout out Adwa. Janet Jackson was there, just in my boat, just like filming me. I'm like, nah, what is this? Um, who else did I see? I see Amelia Clark. Um, oh I yes, see...
0: hang on. Can we talk about the fact that the Queen of Dragons, Khaleesi, <laughs> yeah. is one of your biggest fans? It's nuts. Like, she,
1: she shouted you out quite a few times, is not mm-hmm. she? Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. a wow. It's mad. Because it's, you never, I don't know, like, I don't really think about who would be into my stuff or, like, who it could appeal to or whatever. So when I see these people come out and say, oh, I'm a fan or I'd fuck with your shit or whatever it is, it's like is it like this is what you're well, into it is. yeah um very very wild night and then obviously you got like valentino there you got Giorgio armani just there you just anna winter like yeah it was a lot to take in for and listen
0: sure. i'm not trying to blur up your spot but i clara Amfro. no no but i'm saying though the room was full of legends like it was nuts i'm just putting it out there now yeah I had a vision and I'm not even, I'm not even gassing you. Go ahead. Because look, we to talk about the fact that Rihanna was in the room. True, yeah. And I remember thinking, mm-hmm. she's going to see Sims <laughs> and she's going to be a fan. That's mad. And I mean, there <laughs> may have been an after party where I may have spotted her actually going to talk to you on purpose. And I was yeah. like,
1: <laughs> I knew it. Flip, I knew it. What did she say? Mad. She had expressed that she felt my performance she thought it was very powerful I guess I made her aware and she wants to know more and she wanted to find out more and just congratulating me and I said the same like thank you for everything you do for us as black women Mm. like you're so inspiring it was a brief encounter but it was really something and I definitely because even I didn't see her when I went out into the audience and actually when I come out the toilet, I remember there was a point I went to the toilet and I come out the toilet this always happens things like this always (laughs) happens when I'm on my own and like there's no one there to witness it but I come out the toilet and she was walking past it looked like she was just arriving so I'm thinking ah she didn't see the performance like oh what a shame but it's all good next time and then when we went to the after party she was like oh i saw it so i was like oh you was there
0: well because you know what i think Mm -hmm. i will never ever forget i don't want to talk about who you were at that point this young girl that i met Mm -hmm. when i'd first started out at the bbc Mm -hmm. at one extra and you came into my show yeah and do you remember what happened that day when you did your freestyle did I mess
1: up or something? You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, you were yeah, so yeah.
0: hard on yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I remember that. moment thinking, like, babe, just, just carry on, carry yeah, on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I remember that moment very, very clearly. And I still have that in me. Like, even to this day, I'm very much like someone that dots their I's and crosses their T's. Even though, like, for example, whoever was listening may not have realised that I ever messed up or whatever it is. To me, it's like, I know I did those. So that's still, like, I'm just my biggest critic and sometimes that works in my favour sometimes it works against me sometimes it annoys my team because it's like you're fine man just chill out um but I think it's this thing of for the longest time I've always felt like I needed to prove myself and improving yourself you always feel like you need to do your best and it needs to be flawless so anytime I feel like it's not that I feel like I've let myself down in a way even though it's the littlest thing and it's something really silly that I need to get over but I think that's just always been instilled from me from like from that age. So um and even these past six months as you were saying is very surreal. I remember having a moment of just feeling like, "Raw, like I'm in the dream. Like I'm in it this is what I envisioned, this is what I imagined from when I was young, coming up and always wanted to do this and, like, I'm actually in it, it's mad.
0: Well, yeah, I want to talk to you about when you were super, when you were little, little sims. Yeah. Yeah. A little while ago, you posted up this picture on your Instagram which made me laugh out loud. (laughs) It was just, like, the classic little black girl picture. (laughs) You with a relaxed bob. Oh, honestly. In a skirt, which we rarely see
1: you in. Mm Mm-hmm. Like who, who is who is this kid? Like, like where where did you grow up in London? North London, Highbury, yeah. Essex Road to be exact. Yeah
0: who were you as a little kid what was your situation like
1: what street mm. you on? what high
0: school what primary school yeah Did you
1: know? so I went to St Mary's primary school which there was also a St Mary's youth club which is based in Islington on Upper Street which I grew up going to which is where I met Inflow Leona Lewis went there Alexandra Burke went there like so many people went there and then I went to Highbury Fields girls school then I went to sixth form at my school and then I went to college at Westminster Kingsway and Kings Cross then I went to uni for a bit University of West London. Then I dropped out and decided to do this on a professional tip. I've had like a love hate relationship with school, the education, no system. Just because for the longest time I never really considered myself as like an academic. Always felt like my way of learning was so unique, and there wasn't the system didn't cater to the way I learn. What did your school sense. reports say? Um. <laughs> good it was all right sometimes a little disruptive face, <laughs> but someone that would get on with everyone i had my group of friends but i would go to all the cliques and just like i just got on with everyone because everyone kind of knew me as like oh the girl that does music like so um yeah i'll just pull up in different form class and just show over here and then over here for a second but it was good for the most part yeah, mum didn't really have too much trouble. Because
0: you come from quite a big family, right?
1: Yeah, so I'm the youngest of four, but my mum's a foster carer. So I've always lived with different children from all different walks of life. And even up until now, she's still fostering.
0: Oh, salute to your mum. Mm-hmm. Do you think being a kid of that kind of family with such an incredible parent like that has mm-hmm. has that influenced like what you do? with your art because you're meeting yeah. kids of all different
1: yeah what's are they mainly from London no from no, all over yeah from all over so the two boys she's fostering now one's from Eritrea and one's from Albania but we've always had kids from like different ethnic backgrounds and I think that's definitely shapes my art because obviously I believe that your world gets bigger the more you learn about other people's and that's always been a thing in my house from my mum cooking like different cuisines to make the kids feel at home and whatever that is and even just talking to these kids when they come they don't know a word of English within the year they're now fluent or whatever it is you know and just like at first I remember I wasn't keen on the idea of my mum fostering just because I didn't really want to share her And, like, I'm the youngest, so I've always gotten... I'm the star of the family. (laughs) I'm the baby. (laughs) Yeah, and I've always been in that light. Um, And then her taking on these kids now was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But then my older siblings have moved out, so now I'm the oldest. And it's like, oh, so now I have to set an example. Now I have to protect and nurture and tend to, and all these things when that's always been done to me, you know? Yeah. We, yeah.
0: we, interesting we, um, dynamic.
1: it's really interesting, really, and really fascinating just because,
0: um, London, as a city, we got that phrase, isn't it? Yeah. London is open. Yeah. And I guess you and your family are a great yeah. example yeah. of that. Because what, what are your roots again? Nigeria. Aha. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> big up the Nigerians. Come on. I mean, obviously, I'm proud of our It's love all the time. Cousins. It is love all the time. God, there's so much to discuss. I want to talk to you about um, you and your day trips with your nephew. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> And you took him to where recently? The Lyceum Theatre to see The Lion King, which was cool. I'd never seen it before. Are you joking? No, no, no. It was my first time. <laughs> it's so funny because he didn't know where we was going. And so as we were walking past, he was like, oh, Lion King, Lion King. And I was like, oh, I've got it right then. Like, he'd be excited to go and see this. So we went, as kids do, can I have ice cream? Can I have this? Can I have this? And it's like, it's a cheat day for him. He knows that if he's mum and dad this wouldn't be happening you so wouldn't be getting buckets of sweets and you know but it's fine I'll spoil you for the day so Artie Sims is a pushover Ah I just he's just so cute and just the way he arcs is so like I can't say no. So no, I do have I do have a cut off point but for the most part it's like no we can enjoy our day. I'll even treat myself like you said, like you become a kid again and you kind of had that chance to do up childhood again. So we watched Lion King, which was great. He really enjoyed it, singing along to all the songs. Um What's your and Lion then, King jam? Oh, what was the one I was um it's got these really beautiful he lives harmonies. In you, yes, I mean, how did you know? Because that's everyone's. Yeah, jazz. yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Um What's that song called? He lives in you. Oh, was it called He Lives in You? You could sample that on something, you know. I'm just saying.
0: You probably could. Planted the seed. Okay. Just saying. Okay. You better give me my ten percent. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, you went that see? tune. Yeah. And then it's so funny because this has happened a couple times where like. I've taken him out somewhere and I'll have to do something work related. So I remember for example last time I took him to Chesiton World of Adventures and it was the day that I had to finish my album so afterwards we went straight to the studio and he just like passed out on a sofa and I was just finishing the mix. So from
0: where to where did you travel?
1: So we went from Chesiton, which is I don't it's outside of London somewhere, to West London to meet Inflow to finish up the mixes and then this time around when I took him to see Lion King we went on to saw Lion King and then we had to go to the rehearsals for the fashion awards with the orchestra and then we went and got some food and stuff so there's always something like work related to do whilst I'm with him so I think he's becoming a lot more aware of what I do which is interesting to see also
0: Are you getting a bit more recognised out on the street now these days?
1: Yeah for sure and is this post-top boy as well yeah definitely especially in Hackney especially in Hackney school kids people that don't even know I do music just like (laughs) Shelley I'm just like who's that (laughs) yeah literally
0: there is something (laughs) to be said about people of school age rating you how, like, I feel like a G.
1: The oh, School kids fuck with me. That's yeah, it's lit. <laughs>
0: Speaking of being recognised, mm. <laughs> I actually was mistaken for you. <laughs> it was at an event. Some girl came up to you. She's like, "Oh my god, I love you so much." Here's me being a bit gassed. Like, oh, thanks, <laughs> oh, I just love. Oh my god, like great area. Like it just, it's such a great album. Like, well, done. and I was just like, you think I'm, I'm like, I'm not. And you know, you're just kind of like. Part of me kind of wishes <laughs> that I rinsed it and went with it and said that Lacked I. it up. Yeah. And I've to, well, we don't all at the yeah, same yeah, but Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah have, you, yeah. have you ever been mistaken for somebody?
1: Not anyone like, with an, like, oh, sorry, I thought you was my friend or just, you know, them ones. Do you sometimes not, um, get
0: like a random double take?
1: Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. The other day, I went to premises in Hackney, East London. It's where I rehearse and there's like a cafe right next to it. And I was in the cafe ordering my food and they've got a photo of me on their wall. Like on their wall, they've got all the musicians that rehearse there and stuff. And they got a picture of me on their wall. Where the photo was, some lady was in front of it. And she looked behind her and she was just looking at my picture and I was just there. <laughs> like, And I didn't say anything, but it's just like, oh, that's interesting to see like how people just... See my name, and that might stick with them. You know what I'm saying? Are you or tempted like, to tap on shoulder and be like, "Oh, absolutely not, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not." You definitely see, you see that not.
0: That's me. Um, have I got permission to not deny that I'm you? If someone stops me again,
1: I think laugh it up. Okay, I don't think like cool. What do you think? Do you know what? It's
0: one of those things where it's like, obviously, I'm not insulting because you're not ugly, <laughs> but also I'm just like.
1: We don't look the same. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I feel you. I feel but you. But
0: same way. I feel you.
1: If somebody wants same to think... Same way, I love it. If someone thanking you for Clara, yeah, I'll take okay, that. Okay, cool, we can do a swap
0: Defo. Okay, great.
1: <laughs> deal.
0: Lovely. So, yeah, I mean, when you're walking around like Hackney now, do you have to be a bit incognito just to kind of get on with stuff or is it, is it pretty chill? Nah,
1: I would live my life very free in a sense where I still get on a train. I still like, especially from coming off tour, you spend so much time in isolation and just seeing the tour bus just seeing venues hotel tour bus venue that's your routine for the two months that you're touring or whatever it is and i remember there being a point where it's like oh i actually miss like going to the airport and just being in the queue for things and just like you know what i mean just being around Living, moving things, and around civilization. So now that I'm home, I'm like, yeah, I hop on the tube. I do, I, not every day, because every time I do get on a train, someone does Ah oh, Sims or whatever it is. Um, but I don't let that stop me from not doing it. I think that's like for what
0: <laughs> favorite uh, train line? I like to ask everybody does this because
1: Victoria. I, I... <laughs> wow, with Vim. Yes, that's Highbury and Islington that is where i grew up it's, it will forever be my fave you're all about that blue line yeah yeah not just any blue because there's a couple blues there's the piccadilly but we we go for the baby blue with the victoria
0: what is the journey that you regularly make obviously i I used to bait up your <laughs> but like i don't know was, was it always your
1: school was it your college journey that you- i used to get bus to school and college but when I started going to university, I'd get on the two seven one to Holloway from Essex Road, and then get the Piccadilly line to South ealing and that was commute. you for college. That was for university every day. Yeah, until you dropped out. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that.
0: Like because you know well, there's so much pressure mm. um, around education from parents. I think yeah. in general society in general, yeah. and I think definitely being of West African
1: origin, yeah. there is just that you know. You must go to school and study, and yeah, definitely. So, when you turn around to your mum, you're like, you know what? Not quite sure this is for me. What was that reaction? Definitely wasn't a good one. She just didn't understand it, really. She just felt like I had so much potential in that area, and I, you know, as much as. She knew that I'm a creative being and I love the arts and what I'm studying. Even though it was music, it was like the science of music, which I wasn't really interested in. It was a lot of physics. And I just broke it down to her in a sense that I'm not going to drop out and be a bum. (laughs) You know, I was like, that's never going to happen. Just trust in who you raised and the job you done? I'm gonna be fine and it's gonna work out. And I think once we had a conversation, I spoke to her on a level. She was like, "All right, cool."
0: And in order to prove that you you weren't a bum, yeah, <laughs> as you say, that means gigging, yeah, yeah, and yeah, getting yeah. out there. So do you For remember sure. the
1: first time you performed ever? It, it, yeah, in London. And, and oh, where in was London, it? yeah, I was probably ten or nine, yeah, year six, and it was at the O2 Academy Islington. My youth club had put on a show and all the kids got the chance to perform. And um, yeah, I've done that. That was my first show. I remember exactly what I was wearing. I was wearing a red Echo, red tracksuit, um, <laughs> Nike Air Forces, fresh, had my hair in like pigtails. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. What, it was it
0: was original material you were It was performing? original
1: material, yeah. it was. We only got to do one song because there was like, as you can imagine, so many kids. The song was called Achieve, Achieve, Achieve. And yeah, I was about nine, ten years old. You know I want to hear it. <sighs> come on, come on. If I remember correctly, the verse went something like, in ten years I want to be a performer that can entertain and still remain to do good things in life about having to go through strife. I appreciate the things I can do. I appreciate getting on and get through. I appreciate my entire desire. I appreciate flying higher. In ten years I don't want to be robbing hats to cutting down trees. I can be what I want to be, by. Trying hard, hard to better myself, not letting down myself.
0: Come on!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You were in the pocket from when you were nine pocket. or 10 Mm-hmm. Has anything that you've written from when you were super young mm-hmm. um, ended up on your final records? Because you put, you put three albums out now.
1: yeah. Has yeah.
0: anything from when you like, those early baby days like uh-uh. made
1: it? I had like a a snippet of something that I'd done when I was young on like an EP that I'd released. Maybe was when I was like eighteen, but nothing on my albums now. But I would have to like dig through a lot to get something.
0: Are you quite special. a sentimental person? Do you, mm-hmm. do you, do you keep a lot of stuff from? You? Yeah, you my, my, from my, your childhood?
1: My, my my older sisters kept everything I've ever done like everything I actually need to talk to her about that about going through it because she has so many videos and so many tapes and so much of when I was at nine 10 11 to like performing that no one has ever seen and um I think it'll be good to draw for those one day just so people know you know what I'm saying like, been doing this.
0: Well, this is it because you know they always say it takes ten years to be an overnight success, right? I think there's a lot of people that feel that you've literally just come from Popped nowhere and nowhere, yeah. <laughs> when that's absolutely like not yeah. not the case. Yeah. I want to talk to you about like your youth club days. Mm. So, where was your youth club? Where exactly was it? And like, how often were you going?
1: Yeah, my youth club was in North London. It was literally around the corner from my house. I just walked there and walked home um, every other day after school. St Mary's was, I guess the place that I discovered that oh like I really have a passion for the arts like I said I didn't feel like school allowed me the opportunity to explore it in a way that I would have loved to but youth club did it was a cool balance and then I started out dancing I used to dance I used to teach dance and then eventually moved on to more just creating songs
0: what was it about rapping and just mc culture that kind of Mm. swayed you away from dancing do you remember the first local artist that inspired you
1: probably like estelle Mm. yeah i remember watching like estelle 1980 and just being like oh like i wish i was in that video or like just fucking with it really and i didn't understand I wasn't born in 1980. So it's not like I really had anything to relate to in that sense. It was just like, this is an older black woman that I feel is inspiring. And it's someone that I feel I look like that I'm seeing on television. So that's already like a win. And then obviously, Miss Dynamite. So my sister was super into like, so solid. So I was I just naturally kind of oh, had a love wasn't? for them yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I would be really into like Missy Elliott and Buster Rhymes and yeah. Lauren Hill and
0: yeah well it's funny that you mentioned um your sister being you really into So Solid it's incredible how things come full circle because yeah now yeah Ashley Walters uh, aka Ashley D uh, mm-hmm. is your workmate yeah my colleague you two, <laughs> you two uh romantically <laughs> includes, fictionally of course <laughs> fictionally fictionally in Top Boy, how do you get around that mm. as somebody that is a fan? Mm-hmm. But it's Asher Come yeah, on, I like know. we all, I know, I know, we all love Twenty One Sex. We we all love So yeah, 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 Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it take you while to get out of your head with that? Were you in your head?
1: Yeah, of course, yeah. definitely, especially because obviously he is the lead in the show and. He's asher like you said, and he's an OG in this and has so much experience and has been doing this forever. So little old me just stepping into this now, it's like, ah, uh, intimidation on the next level, anxiety on the next level. But I think where we had rehearsals and we had time to break the ice and kind of just, okay, cool. It's just Ashley, it's just Simbi, you know what I mean? It helped a lot for when we got on set. How many people blew up your phone minus myself? <laughs> A lot. With the same little 15 second video of like, you know, a very intimate scene. Um, (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people for sure hit me up about that. I kind of knew... I, I knew it was going to happen once people had seen it or, like, even before people had seen it and kind of was getting an insight into, oh, it seems the love interest. From that point, I was like, oh, OK.
0: What other London stories would you like to tell as an artist, whether that's through your music or through acting?
1: I don't know if this is, like, just a song idea or whatever it is, but I kind of like the concept of markets. I think markets is cool. Like even just when I travel and I find a little cool market, I just like how markets kind of operate, especially London like come on 245, 24 pat. Like I love all of that, you know what I'm saying? Like and then you go I don't know to a market somewhere in like Rio and it's completely different. I just think I think markets is a cool thing. I don't really know how i would tell it or how it hasn't come to me but i just think the concept and the idea of markets is cool well they represent community don't they right that's probably what it is yeah do you remember the ones that you go to and yeah that's what i was just gonna say like i remember going to markets with my mum, and like whether that's chapel market or really row market or whatever it is and kind of like even losing my mum in the market because she's just doing her thing and i'm like yo like i'm um, your kid why have you just left me and um sorry i saw your auntie <laughs> yeah literally literally all of that her bumping into her friends and that um, sense of community within within markets and getting things getting a bargain on this and you know hustling someone down and i just think that's cool
0: what are your sort of top spots in london for just i don't know just picking up stuff when you have a chance to actually do stuff because you're yeah.
1: always away oh where are you going to like get your bits what what are your hidden gems for anything do you know what I haven't had somewhere like that in a very long time I haven't even thought about that because I I, I feel like I haven't had the brain capacity to but I probably should because especially now I'm probably going to be home for a little bit now it would be good to like start getting those spots in I feel like when I come home I just want to be at home to be honest I don't really want to unless I've got to travel somewhere whatever it is like I just kind of like being in my own space and yeah it's like when I come home I feel like I'm really adulting Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing my laundry I'm cooking my food I'm like being a responsible adult in the world on tour it's like You're just performing. And it's great. I love it. But I think it's hard to be in a routine when you're moving so much. But when you're home, it's like you can get up, go gym. By this time you're doing this, by this time. You know what I mean? When you're
0: back from tour, Mm -hmm. what is that thing that makes you breathe out? What is that thing about, about
1: London that makes you think, oh, okay, I'm home? Usually when I get off the plane and I come through arrivals... Marks and Spencers. <laughs> I have arrived. Yes. It is familiar, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Definitely. And just little things like Marks and Spencers, Tesco, seeing a red bus. Things that you wouldn't really take in if you don't travel. Mm. You know what I mean? And when you do travel,
0: I'm really interested in how people take you. And I think, and anybody specifically mm-hmm. from London, because there is such a specific... There's only specificities around the MC culture, particularly from London and particularly yeah. from the UK. Yeah. That I'm always amazed at and happy for artists when it's received overseas. Yeah. And I'm just intrigued by like what people have picked up yeah. from you overseas. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I <laughs> know oh, you're a Brazilian fan saying in it now like do, 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 do you know what yeah, I mean yeah
1: yeah I do get that a lot like I remember when I was spending a lot of time in the States my American friends would just start saying things that's like ah, oh, that's bear long but in their accent and it's like i know you're saying this because you've hung around with me for for a long time and it's cute like it's actually funny but even going to the states and places like that the first time i went to the states was the first time i was confronted with the fact that i'm british from every uber Everything is about London. What food do you have over there? What do you guys listen to? What sports are in? What's the fashion like? Whatever it is, it's just everyone's just so intrigued by what's going on here. But I think over the years, obviously, it's been growing, and it's like I don't even need to say it anymore. It's just like evident; it's people's seeing it. Do you find that you uh, ham up your London energy when you what get extra get extra London on them sometimes? Like for example, because I always do little things. Like if I go to the states or whatever, I'll just host the evening and just have all my friends come over or whatever. And I'll just only really want to play British music because you don't sort of need to know what's going on. Like, and they fuck with it. They're they're here. They're here for it. They always ask me, "Who's this?" or put me onto this person or whatever it is. It's like I love flying that flag. Yeah, it's great. Yeah,
0: and people are doing that with you now, which is amazing. Yeah. I do want to talk more about you going to youth club though, just because yeah. you know we're in a time where there are so many cuts to funding, mm-hmm. like with youth clubs, which is unfortunate because you know they are such a breeding ground a for kids' creativity, yes, for kids' productivity, just yes. them to have something to do, yes. And we're getting less than now. Is is the youth club that you used to go to? Is it, is it still standing?
1: It's still standing, yeah yeah, 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 which is great. I went the other day actually to to film something there and just walking around and seeing everything's actually really <laughs> small um but obviously when you're when you you're small it doesn't feel like that but then seeing all the little kids and they're going on this was in the summer so they were going on their little field trips or their day trips or whatever and just being like oh I used to do that but it's it's so great that they have somewhere that they could be productive and they can meet other kids that it's not just through school, it's actually through like interests. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Which I think is cool because then you surround yourself with like-minded people at a young age and you get to build with them. And I had that when I was growing up. I had a group called Space Age, which was like my collective and we all made music together and we all went youth club together and we all, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't, they wasn't necessarily my school friends. To be honest, they were all boys. I went to a girl school, just having a group of people that, were were into what I was into all helped make me what I am especially being around people that you even think are better than you naturally you want to now go and kill it and be better and you know what I'm saying I do think there's more to be done with youth clubs and there's there's still so many areas that are lacking that but I'm really really grateful that they've held on to St Mary's because I don't know what I would be doing without that place
0: have they got your picture off in there
1: yeah, <laughs> on the little pamphlet, actually. On the little flyer. <laughs> who
0: else is on the leaflet?
1: Flows on there, inflows on there. Leona Lewis is on there, yeah. Alexandra Burke, a couple of other dancers. Nick Adams was the guy that kind of ran it. Shout out, Nick. Natalie Solomon. Um, Natalie is like, yo, can I just talk about Natalie for a Please. second? Okay, so Natalie Solomon is a woman that used to teach me dance when I was young bless her like she believed in me so much she used to push me so much in the most positive way with music and with dance especially just little things like stay a little extra behind with me to go over things help me write introduce me to people like whatever it is Natalie was like almost like the core of that place for me and Sorry, I'm just thinking about her now. Like, I haven't seen her in years and I'd really love to reconnect because she doesn't even know how much she'd done for me. And I think there's even something to be said about that. It's like she's not at it doing it for glory or praise or whatever it is this is genuine because she has a passion for kids and wants kids to do well and she believes in like kids having a talent and having a space to channel it and do something positive so she was definitely a positive positive real model for me growing up Natalie Solomon her name is
0: that's Natalie Solomon you are loved in a free I want to meet her <laughs>
1: she sounds like she was would she's have been amazing like- she's <laughs> amazing she's <laughs> amazing Half life coach, half... Honestly. Honestly, leader. like, ran little um, workshops where, like, you know, all the girls that were in their teens could just come and talk to her and ask her questions about... Like, even little things like that, you know what I'm saying? this, You might not want to talk to your family about sex or becoming a woman or whatever it is but here's a safe space where you can do that and I'm all ears and ask me as many questions and I'll tell you what I know based on experience or be- or whatever it is and just like I just appreciated that so much and uh yeah she's just great
0: but that's the power and that's why there needs to stop being cuts yes of these services honestly for young people mm-hmm So we ask everyone who comes on the podcast the ultimate question, which is, if you were mayor for the day, Mm -hmm. what would you do?
1: Mm, For for one day? Yeah. Ah, there'd be so much I want to do. Ah, Clara, that's a really hard question. It is, isn't it? So if I were mayor for the day, I don't really know how this would work. But in my head, I'm imagining, like, a South by Southwest for kids. So around the city, there's just activities and so much to do, whether that's something for all the kids that play football over in Market Road and, like, there's just a day of meeting all football players and whatever it is. And then the super arty kids, we do something for them. The The kids that want to go and be... Um, real academics we do something for that like but just in the city though i think that would be cool that's a great idea do you reckon yeah
0: i'd vote for you to be mayor (laughs) uh my darling little sims yes thank you very much for coming on you're very welcome see you on the victoria live (laughs) (laughs) thanks very much for listening to this city now do take the recommendations seriously and if you happen to go to any of the places mentioned do let me know by posting a picture using the hashtag thiscitypod and make sure you tell them who sent you I mean try and get a discount or something um, I'm your host Clara Ampo and if you are curious as to where else you can hear this podcast you can get it on Apple Podcasts Spotify and Castbox and if you like what you heard which I hope you did please rate, review and tell your friends I mean we do like five stars we'll accept four but five is the sweet spot um, thank you again and this has been a Sony Music fourth floor creative native production